Doug Tyrrell History and Comment is available on Google Podcast. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Wednesday, the 17th day of January, 2024. We have made the point that our elections have been quite contentious since Washington turned down a third term. But do yourself a favor and listen to news sources outside of the major outlets. Folks, the media is grossly biased. One media outlet talked over Donald Trump's victory speech in Iowa the other day, offering derogatory descriptors instead of just letting the speech stand or fall on its own actual content and merits. There was another story of a court case dealing with allowing co-ed locker rooms. No matter how you feel on the gender debacle, let's look at this from a personal liberties perspective. Whose personal rights take precedence? One person claims they want privacy and to do locker room things with some degree of privacy. Now granted, that is a bit of an oxymoron, but we have it behind a closed door for a reason. While another party is going to court suing that they do not have that right. Folks, the person asking for privacy should have the stronger claim. It really is the exact same argument, but 180 degrees out of phase. Health information was once nearly public knowledge. Hospital admissions were routinely published in the mass media. But today, doctors can't tell anything to a spouse without a release form. Do the older folks recall why that is? It was largely pushed by the HIV-positive crowd in the late 80s to protect their privacy. Ask yourself why privacy is protected on one hand and not on the other. And make note that in both cases, the support is and or was to behavior that was largely considered immoral. The push is simply in the direction of aberrant behavior and against the cultural norms. Benjamin Franklin is born in 1706. Franklin might well be the most eccentric and colorful character in the colonial period. He was not born into means and worked at a number of trades. He was a printer, inventor, fireman, and statesman. Modern estimates put his IQ at 160, on par with Thomas Jefferson and a few points behind John Quincy Adams, all three well into the elite category. It is difficult to make hard calls about a specific number, but 140 will put you into the top 2% of the population. One source ranks PhDs and MDs about 135 on average. One antidote says that intelligent people discuss ideas and concepts, smart people talk about things, average people talk about people, and the others, their favorite sports team. Sadly, folks that are very high on the scale often do not fit well into society. I would go so far as to say intelligence has little practical value. Consider the Dilbert effect and the joke about the knack, or the entire pretense of the television series The Big Bang. British explorer James Cook sails below the Antarctic Circle in 1773. He's the first person to accomplish this feat. The two circles, both north and south, are the point on the globe that has 24 hours daylight in the summer and likewise 24 hours of darkness in the winter. Inuvik, Northwest Territories in Canada, is one of the towns that sits above the Arctic Circle. The sun set at 
2.03 p.m. on December the 5th and did not rise above the horizon until 1.35 p.m. on January the 7th. It works just the opposite in the summer, where they get a solid month of daylight. We mentioned yesterday the 18th Amendment was ratified by Kansas in 1919. One year later on this day, it goes into effect. This was a rocky period. Alcohol was both loved and hated at the same time. The Brinks Armored Car Company suffers a $2.8 million loss when the company's offices in Boston are broken into. The crime remained unsolved for years until one of the participants ratted out the group just days before the statute of limitations was about to expire. Brinks was known for their armored cars. They were founded in Chicago in 1859. Wells Fargo offered similar services beginning with the gold rush, forwarding freight and valuables to California. Another security firm dates from the same era but had a completely different function. That is the Pinkerton Agency. Founder Alan Pinkerton provided contract surveillance for General McClellan during the Civil War. His estimates of Confederate strength were nearly always overestimated. These higher-than-fact numbers contributed to McClellan's reluctance to push harder. Pinkerton will be more of a detective and armed security force than the others. The Pinkerton guards will be players in more than one of the labor fights around the turn of the 20th century. Actor James Earl Jones is 93 today, while actor and game show host Steve Harvey is a young 67. 1961, President Eisenhower is about to leave office after eight years. He delivers a public farewell address to the nation. There he warns of the growing military-industrial complex and the dangers of massive spending, especially when it's on credit. The personal analogy? Do not use the credit card if you don't have the money. Singer Kid Rock is 53 years old. Philippine President and that might be a loose term, Ferdinand Marcos lifts martial law after eight years. That's in 1981. His 21-year rule of the island nation was categorized as infamous for its corruption, extravagance, and brutality. The word kleptocrat is also used. A politician who steals and pillages his country for personal gain. Hmm, that sounds familiar. Basketball player Tyler Zeller is 34. 1991, Operation Desert Storm begins. Iraq fires Scud missiles into Israel in an attempt to provoke them to attack. Israel played this one cool. 1998, we learn the first tidbits of Bill Clinton's affair with the intern Monica Lewinsky. Cyclist Lance Armstrong, who dominated cycling and the Tour de France, admits to doping in 2013, a decade or more after the fact. We should note that winning clean usually prevails over winning dirty. Armstrong fell out of favor after the revelation, yet he still got to stand on the podium at the time. What did we say yesterday? Life is not fair. That's history and comment for the 17th day of January. I'm Doug Terrell. Now, go do something worth remembering.